G'day and welcome to another edition of the Punting Monologue. I said it right this week. I'm here with Benny Clifton. I'm Sonny Munn. How are you, Ben? Yeah, not bad, mate. Bit of a bleak day in Melbourne today as we record, though. Oh, it is absolutely putrid and bleak is the right word for it. Mate, tell you, uh, straight off the top, speaking of bleak, very, very sad incident this week in the world of racing. You know, the word tragedy gets thrown about a bit in sporting parlance far too readily. You know, if your team loses or your horse runs fourth, it's not tragic. But this week saw a bona fide tragedy with the passing of jockey Dean Holland. From all reports, Dean was, well, not only a great jockey, but extremely well-respected, seemingly universally liked man, certainly a family man. Everyone listening to this knows how horse racing is intrinsically dangerous as a sport and everyone acknowledges that the inherent risks involved and the tremendous courage to front up day after day and race after race like all jockeys do. And then, um, yeah, this week Dean went to work and never returned. He was just 34 years of age and leaves behind wife Lucy and four young children. So, yeah, on, on behalf of, well, not just you and I, Ben, but everyone at Mint Sports and Mint Bet, our thoughts and condolences obviously go out to Dean's family, but also anyone else affected in the in the wider racing community. So just wanted to acknowledge that off the top, mate. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible and, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm... It's hard not to be, be thinking about it all week, but uh, I think it hits home a yeah. little bit harder when yeah. you have a look at the kids. and Ugh. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's a tough one because the racing machine just keeps rolling on and, then you know, the races mm. started, you know, they had the next day off, but the races were back on on Wednesday and, you know, everyone sort of gets back on them with their life, but the family is just left shattered behind. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's yeah. just horrible. Yeah, it's you know, we're part of the racing machine in a really little way and, you know, our job is to just get on with it, but it's hard not to um, keep him in your thoughts at the moment. Yeah, and that's all you can really do. Although there, there is a GoFundMe page out there for anyone who um, is is keen on searching that out, should they feel compelled to do so. And they've already raised about three hundred and fifty grand for the family. So that, that's going to go a long way. But, yeah, nothing can replace, you know, burying a son or a, a husband or a dad. So... There's, there's not much more we can do apart from just sort of keep them in our thoughts and, um, and look out for each other. But here at The Monologue, we're going we're gonna to keep doing what we always do. And for me, that's talking absolute gibberish. And for you, Benny, at the moment, it's just tipping winners. Boy, howdy. Have you been tipping some winners, Benny? Yeah. You're on fire, mate. What's going on? What's going on? Yeah, it's been going okay. Um, probably <laughs> haven't been nailing the ones at the pointy end of the market, which I just sort of try and pride myself on the, the favourites that aren't quite short enough. But yeah, last week was all right. It Mate, was all right. All right. You could fall into a barrel full of assholes and come out sucking a pair of tits at the moment, if you'll excuse my French. Absolutely kissed on it in the old proverbial. I know what you're doing, mate, but stick with the same routine, please, because you've been absolutely el fuego. Now, we're taking your fiery talents all the way to Sandown this week, mate. Um, what can you tell me about the weather and the track there? Yeah, so it's good for at the time of recording. There is a bit of rain about in Melbourne today. Little bit of rain about on Friday, mm. um, but like, like the track at the worst would just have a little bit of sting out of it. So, um, really good punting track as well, Sandown. So, no excuses. Rail out three meters. Um, you can, oh, you think you'll be able to lead, I think you'll be able to run on. Best horse should win. A no excuses track. I like the sound of this. Let's get straight into it then, mate. Race one's a dash for cash over a thousand yards. We've got Prinzetto at 270. That's your favorite. 480 is Liberami at the time of recording. Five bucks for Ravalli. She Light at six. Red Dates, 750. Sub six at nine. Has that six horses in single figures. And 
The last horse is Circus Berserkus at about 100 to 1. Just don't bother fronting up, mate. Don't Must be bother. very slow. What's all that about? Yeah, so only one of these horses has raced. And, um, Tip and it's not Circus Berserkus, mate. So it's not a race that interests me. But just in regards to the betting, just the number three Prinzero has been the one that the market's come for in the early markets. That's probably a good sign that it's shown a little bit of ability at home. So, yeah, not a betting race, but you know, the early money suggests that Prinzero is going to be the, the horse to beat. So we'll just have a bit of a look there and we'll go straight to race two, mate. And race two, they stretch it out a fair way. We're over 2,400 here. Our favourite at the moment is King's Crossing at around about 280. Sing for Peace at 390. Never Again, 550. And Irish Butterfly is... 8.50, then they start sort of drifting a little bit, but they're sort of bunched up. We've got Milford Sound at 9s, Mimi's Award at 11. Yeah, and I think it's a bit of a weak favourite here, this favourite King's Crossing. It is a, look, there's a couple of positives. Three-year-old three against the older horses, so it's the horse with the most scope in the race. I just thought it had every possible chance last start at Geelong. Uh, was favourite on that occasion, got a dream run just in behind him and still couldn't win the race, so... I thought it just got exposed there for being just a little bit limited. Goes up again in class, does drop in weight, but I don't know if it's uh, enough to offset the uh, rising class. So the horse I'm going to go with is Mimi's award Mm. number seven at the double figure quotes. I think it's a nice little each way play. Coming out of a different form line, uh, coming out of a stronger race. I think that it's got the grounding for this 2,400, uh, having had two runs at 2,000 metres up to 2,400, and then and now 2,400 metres again. So I think it's got a really solid platform here. After the claim gets in with 53.5, and, and Barrier 1 will get a nice soft run in just behind him. So I just think, you know, in a race where there's a lot of limitations uh, on a lot of these horses, I'm looking for the horse who's got the, the you know, the really solid platform to run this long trip out so Mimi's award at the double figure quote for mine and probably the other horse worth mentioning sing for peace um dropping back 3,000 to 2,400 meters is less than ideal and I just think it's building a good strike rate but yeah just the, the current quote of three dollars 90 I'm, I'm willing to bet around it so Mimi's award for mine yeah we'll stick with the double figures you can have a bit each way just think out there punters is this really a bet you want to place have a think about that every time you put one on. Let's go to race three over 1,300. This is in honour of Dean Holland. So there'll be a lot of emotions flying around at about 12.45 this Saturday. Our favourite is Valiancy at four bucks, then Clarity at 5.50, Accarello at sevens, Holly Lolly at 8.50, then it's double figures after that, mate. Yeah, and a lot of these horses are tied together in regards to form. They've been racing against each other. You know, it is off-season racing, so they're sort of coming up against the same horses every second week. So the form line through Valiancy and Holly Lolly and Clarity, they, they sort of all tie in together, and I think it's pretty limited. So Valiancy, I'll start with that. It's because the, the favourite. I just thought it had absolute perfect run last start with John, Johnny Allen on board. Uh, the margin was okay, but... It gets a negative jockey change to an apprentice and, you know, got a sticky map from that Barry 11. Where's it going to be? So I thought it was too short. I thought Holly Lolly um, won in a blanket finish. The race didn't rate all that well, has its limitations. I thought Clarity had every possible chance last start. So I went looking elsewhere and I landed on a horse who's trained by a camp who I've got a love-hate relationship with. They can train a lot of winners, but they find it hard to get horses to repeat those performances mm. consistently. But the horse I speak of is Aquarello and the camp is okay. the Buston Young Camp. Great camp. 
can really train a horse, but um, I really struggle to get on the right side of them. But I just think this time was really good last start. Sat outside the lead, which is hard to do, especially on debut. So should, in theory, be improved by that. Um, and it's a go forward horse. We're looking at about seven dollars. So I expect it. You know, if it can run up to that performance and pack it on last start um, to be in the finish. So Aquarello for me, Sunny Mun. Aquarello. I think the market might agree with you there, mate. Because I'm pretty sure it opened at around nine fifty, and it's already shrunk to about seven. So it could be time to get on early there. That's right. Good sign. Good sign indeed. Let's go over to race four and my Oman. And I've just noticed it's favourite. I don't like the sounds of that. Toronto Terrier is my own one at 420. Oh, Oh. right. Okay. Go on. We'll roll through it. Then you can tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. Toronto Terrier, my own one at 420. DK. Robert DiCostella at 480. Uh, Aiming at 650. Meridius is at sevens. And Oceans Above starts the double figure prices. Now, why will Toronto Terrier win this? No, tell me why it's an Oman. <laughs> oh, well, it's a pretty simple one. Very good friend of mine lives in Toronto. He's just got himself a new dog. So I thought, you know what? Shout out Josh O'Keefe and the Pox Ponies crew. Toronto Terrier getting it done for JOK over in Canada as we speak. Pox Ponies? What, what's going on there? <laughs> it's his old man has a, uh, a punting WhatsApp group that I have just glommed <laughs> onto the back of riding the coattails. And uh, i got to tell you, they are nearly as good as you, mate, when it comes to these tips. So I just sit back and let it flow. Good people. Good people out of Pox Ponies. You're a real punter these days, aren't you? Nah, you know what? I actually didn't get anything on last week and I watched them all come in. I thought, what am I doing? Yeah. You don't set yourself a deposit limit of zero. <laughs> Put at least five bucks on, man. <laughs> anyway, what's it like, mate, Toronto Terrier? I think it's a bit of a query. I, you know, It is tight in the market, that $4.20 quote. I just think it's had its chance, this campaign, and... Um, I think it's been shown up for its limitations and, and I don't love the drop back from 1,600 metres to 1,400 metres. So, I don't know, it's been a bit of a mixed campaign. It's got sort of puts itself right there on the speed, gives a little kick but sort of lacks something at the end. The horse I'm keen on is DK. I just thought it had okay. no luck last start at Sandown when probably ridden a little bit further back than they intended. Um, it was really sold in the market on that occasion. But the run that really piqued my interest was the start before at Bendigo. It sat outside the lead on a really hot tempo in a, in a good race and, and stuck on really well. And I just think with the engagement of Linda Meach to ride it, that's an indication they're going to go forward. She's renowned on to be good on go forward horses. And I just love it's dropping in weight. She goes on board, um, go forward. I think I think it'll give a huge kick on the turn. It'll be hard to run down. So I'm with DK and... Um, yeah, the weakness I thought was your, your omen. Oh, Toronto bring it Terrier. on, head to head. One twenty this Saturday. It's Sunny versus Ben. It's Mun versus Clifton. It's Oman versus Professionalism. Bring it on, Toronto Terry to Pip DK. You've heard it here first. If you beat me home, yep. If you beat me home, I'll host next week and you can do the analysis. <laughs> yes. Oh, hang on. Does that mean I have to do research and analysis? <laughs> if you think that's what I do, then yeah, yeah you have yeah, to. Well, I'm not too sure what you think I do, but it does not involve much more than waking up two minutes before present record, pal. So I reckon you've just stitched me up with that. I'm now going for your horse. Let's go over to race five, the Anzac Day Stakes. A few days behind the pace at 1,400 metres. We've got Legacies at three bucks. Vivier at fives. Arizona Activist for the picket line out there. Chill the Krug, delicious at 650. Electrona. Electrona? Mmm. At seven bucks. Mistavian at eight. And then there's some big prices after that. Sit this one out. We're not getting involved here. The horse, I was lo- looking at the favourite Legacies, but I thought they probably found it in the end of the market. And 
Uh, was solid in the market on debut, 370 into 320, so pretty solid move there. Gave a little, good little kick, and but that's probably where you want to be at Cranbourne, so... It's probably a negative on that run, but it does have the scope in the race. I think, you know, of the other horses who are more exposed than Legacies, they look a little limited. So I acknowledge Legacies is the one to beat, but I'm just not willing to jump into that price of $3. Fair enough, mate. You're a little gun-shy after I've just pipped you for the hosting rights in the race before anyway. So let's go to race six now. Another little dash for cash. Hold on to your hats, folks. It's over a 1,000. One click in the old money. Our favourite is Katsu at around about 2 bucks. Everything else I can mention... But why is Katsu going to win? I'm surprised by what price it is now. Really? When I did the form yesterday, it was $2.80 and I've marked it down. It has come in. At, I think it opened pet. at some markets around the 3 bucks, So it is shrinking yeah, yeah. rapidly. I texted my mate who's a good judge and um, I said, uh, is Katsu immoral? Just to get a bit of confirmation yeah. on what I was thinking. And he goes, I couldn't back it. I think it's way under the odds. And I'll go, yeah, oh. yeah, I thought so too. But just... <laughs> <laughs> But I, like, the way this thing won at, at sale, uh, it was huge. It was completely off the map in betting, ran really good time. Looks an absolute machine. And it, it was the first time it actually did a rating, um, you know, did a really good rating. As previous wins, it went okay without sort of breaking the clock. But um, resuming after that six-month spell, and it, it completely busted the clock. So if it runs up to that, it wins. But, you know, I'm just looking at that price now. I'm like, oh, I was willing to take two. I was at 80 when I... When I selected it, but two dollars oh five. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking it couldn't get any shorter than that, and so I'll be willing to hold off on Katsu and wait till it drifts a little bit because you know there's 121 percent in the in the overrounds at the moment. That'll probably get down to probably 115, 116, and you'll probably get a better price. So uh, maybe hold off on taking the price, but yeah, Katsu's the one in this race. Tell you what, mate. I have no idea what any of that meant, so please don't let my Oman win. Please, because there's no way I'm busting out stats like 115%. Of what? Anyway, race seven is over 1,000 again. We've got Snapped at 370, then Foxicon at 390. Bit of a two-horse battle there. And then Do Your Punk at 6 bucks. Tycoon Hummer at 850, and we go double figures again from there in a fairly sizable field. Yeah, and I wasn't initially thinking I would like the favourite snapped, but I had a look at Foxycon. I just thought, no margins last start. Got my girl on it, though, Carlene Heffel. Oh, yeah, here we go. Who's going all right at the moment. Yeah, I'm, I'm not with it. I just thought it's sort of, it's, I don't know, it's dropping from 1,200 to 1,000. I think that's ideal. I just think it's getting a little bit deep into the campaign where it doesn't have any improvement left. So the horse I'm going with snapped. Okay. I, the the main I mean it was it was solid last start off a six week break um, its previous form lines were, were really good but the race I'm going back to is when it won at the track and distance four starts back um, on Boxing Day where it settled out the back and completely bolted in you know to do that at this track and distance and do a, a rating like that I love horses going back to the scene of the crime and that's what Snap does here so real turn of foot horse. Uh, on the minimum, I love that. So I'm with Snapped. Um, it'll probably be a little bit of a hairy watch. It'll probably be midfield or worse. But given the way it accelerated last time at this track and distance, I want to be with it. Completely against Do Your Punk. I don't know why they're going back to 1,000 metres. I think it, it's looking for 1,200 and 1,400 metres now. And probably the other horse I could entertain would be Tycoon Hummer. Um, once again, got good fig. Yeah. Tycoon Got Hummer. Good figures at the track and um, that conjures up some yeah. murky images of like Rupert Murdoch. Not cool. 
But yeah, I think Tycoon Home is the biggest danger to snaps for mine. Okie dokie, fair enough. Snapped it is. You're back to your old favourite form here, mate. I want some juicy odds coming up. Race 8 is over 3,000. Put the kettle on, you'll have time to come back and watch the end of it. Midnight Glow, for those who've ever had gout, at 280. 480 is Roaring Engine. Winning Beard at 550. Highland Hill at 8. Kentucky Nick. At nine fifty and ten bucks for Musgrave. Do we like anything juicy here? Nah, this is a three thousand meter three year old race, and look, I went looking for the horse on the up, but there just wasn't any any horse sort of coming through the ranks. They're all plotters, and yeah, nah, just not my type of race. So I think we move on from this. Oh, done like this race nine over fourteen hundred. Let's have a look here. We got Cardinal Gem, who's a provisional favourite at the minute at three thirty. Mega Mia at six fifty, Cherry Tortoni at seven fifty, as is Lady of Honor, and Crosshavens at eleven. I'm not gonna bother with the rest. Or should I? Did you mention Mega Mia? I did, mate, I did. Yeah, okay, okay, that's fine. That's all you need to mention. Okay. Um Cardinal Gem, I think there's enough evidence there to suggest it might be a wet tracker. And I don't think it's gonna get the track wet enough to suit it, so I'm against it that that tight quote of three dollars thirty. Cherry Tortoni first up, big weight, off a, off a bit of a break. No, nah, I can ignore that. Lady of Honor, I think there's going to be too much pressure up front for it with Buffalo River in the race, Crosshaven going forward. Cardinal Gem will go forward. Let me guess, you're on Mega Mia? I'm on Mega Mia. Hey! It's ready to peak third up. Oh. It's dropping five kilos off a, off a really good run. Uh, it's just, a, you know, it's out of a fast race. It's just a different form line to a lot of these horses who are sort of stuck together with, you know, in regards to form lines. So maps just in behind the leaders, horse on the up, peaking third up. Can't fault it. Was absolutely flying last time in. And yeah, Mega Mare, $6.50. I reckon that's a nice, nice odds. Yeah, some decent value going around in this race. Six fifty, it is. All right, sweet as a nut. Just remember to set yourself a deposit limit out there, guys, because this is already race nine. It's 4.30, so make sure you've got something in your back pocket come the penultimate. Now, the ultimate is the no-fuss hire, race 10, over 1,300. We've got Carolee Rocks at $2.90. Party for one, the pity party at 6 bucks, And it seems like it's a race in two because we go to Cuban Link at 12s, as is Circle of Magic, and then it slowly drifts in a very sizable field. Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, I'm only interested in one horse here. It's a really nice mare, Carolee Rocks. I thought at Geelong, it didn't have, you know, didn't have everything go its way. It was held up for a little bit, just completely exploded, though, and um, showed a really nice turn of foot, which it had shown in Perth. And, you know, they obviously thought it was good enough to come across here. Heavily backed last start, and it's just a really nice horse. Got more scope than a lot of these horses. Got a better, you know, put down better ratings than any of these horses. And Barrier 15, Bo Mertens. Not ideal, but just they're just going to drop it out the back, and we'll know by this time of the uh, meeting whether they're making ground. So I expect it just to sit three wide with cover, come over the top of them, and be too good. This is a horse who's destined for better races than this. So Carolee rocks for mine to top off a very busy day of punting, Sonny. Sure is, mate. I'll tell you what, you've done very well there. Let me run through the card if I can. Race one, we're just going to have a bit of a look. Race two, the favourite's a little bit weak. Have a little bit of a look at Sing for Peace, but you're on Mimi's Award at double figures like that. Race three, you're dipping into a Accarello. Race four, my omen, Toronto Terrier in the battle for the hosting duties. You're on DK in the monologue hosting stakes. Race five, we're sitting back and enjoying ourselves and not punting. Race six, you're on Katsu, and we're hoping it drifts a little bit because it has come in. Now, for the fans of non-clean Harolds, 
you're avoiding. Do your punk. Favourite is snapped and you're on it. So race eight is three kilometres of your life. You're never getting back. Don't bother punting. Race nine, you're pretty strong on Mega Mia. Race 10, equally strong on Carolee Rocks. It's not an ideal barrier draw, but it should sit back and shoot home. So we finish with a wet sail. Are one of those last two races your best bet? Uh, it was going to be Katsu, but just having a look at that price now, I couldn't I couldn't label it the best bet. It just it's tightened up a lot. And Someone once told me, Ben. Go on. It doesn't matter what they pay as long as they pay. Um, you don't yeah, agree? Don't is it, where, where, is that person a professional punter or not? No, it was some dude on the side of the road asking me for change. I just <laughs> bought him some cooler bar casks. <laughs> no, I mean you always want to take the right price. I mean, I, you know, you want to try and beat the market most of the time. You don't get it right all the time. But mm. you know, I was looking at two dollars eighty katsu when I was I was going through it, and I'm like, yeah, that's a bet. But you know, you look at two. 210, 205, and I'm like, mm, it's probably not a bet at that price. So I like the horse, I like the race it's in, but I'll just be waiting for a drift on that at the moment. Mega Mia, I'm dead keen on in race nine, and DK in race four, oh, yeah. I'm pretty keen on. But if I had the label one, you mm, do, you do. There's also Snapped as well. Who, Bloody hell, mate. Cast the net a bit wider. Any you don't like? Let's go Snapped. <laughs> Say it with a bit more enthusiasm. Oh, the punters out there are keeping the wallet in the pocket right now. You do not sound keen at all. Thing is, I'm keen on them all equally as right, much. And, right, right. Uh, I'm just trying to label one that, yeah, look, snapped just with that snapped massive figure from the track and distance four starts back. So, yeah, I'm with it. Love your work. Race seven, number 10, snapped. You heard it here first. And, mate, if you're keen on all of them, I'm keen on all of them because, really, you've been absolutely kicking goals the last few weeks. Just have a think out there. What are you prepared to lose today, as in Saturday? Set yourself a deposit limit and enjoy yourself, punters. Good luck, punters. Have a good weekend. Yes. Thanks, Benny.